Welcome to the Everyman Sports Podcast, the show for fans, by fans. No former pros, no so-called experts, just real passionate fans. From outside on a porch to inside a living room, in the parking lot of a stadium to the dining room table, friends and families chat about their teams, their games, and what makes them cheer. This is Everyman Sports. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everyman Sports. My name is Chad. I'm the owner-operator of this podcast. Our number is 626-427-7678. That's 626-427-7678. And you can find us across social media at Everyman Sports. With me this week, yet again, is my dad. How you doing, Dad? I'm doing grand. As we enter into the month of November, we look back on the week that was, week nine in the NFL. Uh, it started off with, gosh, quite the whooping in the uh, Bay, City, Bay City area. Uh, the 49ers really just slammed the Raiders 34-3. to Nick Mullins in his first start, and he comes away with uh, a big win, I think two touchdowns and... Yeah, two hundred. Is there any hope for the Raiders? Mm, I don't know. Start looking Get at Cosmo. moving van warmed up. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, they moving van warmed up. Yeah, they absolutely have. But look, I I said it last week that we're they're going to be the ones laughing when they've got all of all of the first round draft picks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Nick Mullins three touchdowns, two hundred sixty-two yards, and a quarterback rating of one fifty-one point nine in his first NFL start. That's just unbelievable. And, um, yeah. I mean, th- there's not much to say for the Raiders other than they they want to tank. They're doing what they what teams do in baseball. You know, tank, get these good uh, young players, and then uh, you can tend there. Obviously, football and baseball are, are vastly different in terms of how you put teams together. But, I, I mean, what else, what else are you going to say? Also, they I think they just really want to just cut all ties with Oakland and say, like, this is a totally fresh new start. Nothing carrying over into Las Vegas. Um, speaking of whoopings, the Bears put on the Bills forty-one to nine. Khalil Mack didn't even <laughs> Khalil Mack didn't even play in this game, and now there's a GoFundMe to have Nathan Peterman retire. Um, <laughs> that, that's interesting. But I haven't, and and I'm shocked they still haven't heard Sam Bradford's name even anywhere near the Buffalo Bills. Like, there's why would you have Nathan Peterman start these games unless they unless the Bills are for certain that they can that Oakland <laughs> that they can challenge <laughs> that Oakland could be worse than Oakland that they can challenge Oakland for the number one pick unless that that is their actual legitimate plan. There's no reason that a man you know Nathan Peterman has to throw for 188 yards, one touchdown, mind you. So that would but make three you interceptions. like the Jets this week. I mean, yeah, we'll talk about that, but I especially like them this week. Kansas City keeps rolling 37-21. to The Browns put up a good amount of points in their post. Is anybody going to stop this freight train? No, no, no. No, the only the only teams that got to stop them is uh, a better defense. Well, I mean, it, they did last time, but, that, but look, how many times have you gone into the playoffs and you play a team that you already played in the – uh, regular season, and you come away sweeping that? You win two of okay, those games? Okay. That's going to be hard to do. Speaking about the Jets, uh, apparently Todd Bowles thinks his defense didn't do enough as they stopped Miami for <laughs> six offensive points, mind you. The Jets only scored six offensive points. How but, many penalties for the Jets have? Uh, this season? Well, just ever, just in the last in Bowles' administration. I mean, I can uh, probably too many. A lot, right? Too many, but They're I mean, sloppy. Yes, they are sloppy, and the only reason the the only reason the Dolphins won was because of a pick six by Darnold, <laughs> and which you no, know, I hear he's out. Yes, yes. We'll talk, well, I'm sure it had something to do with this yeah. game. I don't, I don't blame him too. <laughs> uh, Minnesota rolls twenty four to nine over the Lions. Lions are fading. Vikings are staying strong. Speaking of fading, but, but they don't lead the division. No, they don't. No, no, they don't. Bears are still holding strong. Even Matt Mac hasn't played two straight weeks. They haven't needed them because they. It's pl- the big shock of the year. What the the Bears? Yeah, I mean, leading over the uh, Vikings and the uh, Packers. Yeah, I'd say so. Right. And Trubisky has. I mean, look again, forty-one points. I mean, Trubisky didn't even have to do that much, but he's they're, been doing enough. this year's Eagles, or let's not get carried oh, away. I I could see where you're saying that. I could definitely see where you're saying that, but um, you know, you don't need get that. Carried away. 
I mean, the, the well, Rams are still out there. Oh, the Rams are still out there. The Saints are still out there. We'll jump down to that game in the uh, yet another game of the year, forty-five to thirty-five uh, Saints over the Rams in New Orleans. It was. It was. It was a big game. It was everything it was hyped up to be. Um, I thought the Rams would hold out. I thought their defense would be stronger. But I, Breeze is just too good. I still think the Rams are the team to beat, even though the Saints have that one win up on over them. I, th- right. I, I think that because the NFC South is so contentious, I think that the Saints will drop one along the way as where the Rams, I feel like that they have a little bit more of a... Not an easy time, but a... Okay, excuse me. Hold on in the real world here. I, I need to make a takeout order. Uh, welcome back. Oh. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, I, you know, I think that the Rams do have a little bit more. Let me take a look at the Rams' schedule for the rest of the season really quickly, and then I can show you uh, very quickly. Yeah, because it's interesting because they just played and lost in uh, New Orleans, right? That'd be right. a wake-up call, you think. Right. Now they're going cross-country back up to uh, Seattle. Right. But, I mean, no. Well, they are, yes, they are going cross-country, but at least it's in it's in their a familiar time zone. So they have right. they have home, they, well, they have home Seattle. So they're home for Seattle. Then oh, home, they are? Yes, they're home for Seattle. They already played up in Seattle, and they Ooh, you're right, you're right. They you're won. Right. They won that really close I game, thirty three thirty one. They have then home Kansas City for a Monday night mm. game. Oh, well, that's mo- going to be one of the best games of the year. Monday night, two po- the, people, the, people will bet the over. Uh yeah, I'd say so. Well, definitely, I, it'll be the highest over of the year. Uh, ooh, that's something to watch. We're going to have to mark that and think about that. Oh, definitely. In fact, we should watch it together. That'd be a great one. Watch it as a family. So, bye week, then at Detroit, at Chicago, (laughs) home Philadelphia, at Arizona, home San Francisco. So they only get, and here's the other thing, they get only one cold venue outdoor um, from, from this point on. I mean, because their their one outdoor game in December is in Chicago, and Chicago can get cold in December. But at Detroit, that's in the dome. Yeah. Home yeah. versus the Eagles yet again. And you're you're right; they'll be home for their for their playoffs. At Arizona, home yeah. versus San Francisco, and so so that uh, where which one do you think maybe Chicago either Chicago yeah. or the they could either drop Chicago. Or Kansas City, huh. one of those two. Well, I was looking at the betting odds, and for the, the Rams to win their division, yeah, it's minus twenty thousand. So you got to put up twenty thousand dollars to win a hundred. Yeah, I can absolutely believe it because. So I mean, that's I mean, and only the closest, well, the most second outrageous would be the Patriots. They're like fifteen thousand. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there's there's no. You just pencil them in. Yeah, there's no surprise. Uh, speaking of the. Speaking of the Pats, they roll again, thirty-one to seventeen over Green Bay. Uh, Rogers get hit, gets hit with another bad uh, offensive uh, turnover, or at least a turnover that allowed the Patriots to score that extra touchdown and not let Rogers sort of bring the game back. It was, it was, it was an all right game. I, I'm, I can't get. But too it really excited. wasn't Brady Rogers. No, no, it wasn't. Technically, it's never. It was never Manning versus Brady. It was Manning versus sure. Belichick, and Brady versus uh, whoever was the deep. You know, uh, it depends mm-hmm. who uh, yeah. at the time. So let's look at the Saints real quick. So right now, the Saints are, as we know, they're seven and one. Yeah. Um, and uh, all right. So they have at Cincinnati, home Eagles, home Atlanta, at Dallas for. Oh, oh! By the way, that uh, Atlanta game versus Atlanta—that's uh, Thanksgiving night at Dallas, and then you get into December at Tampa Bay. Well, you know that sounds like an easy one, but usually they flip, like they they win at each other's home. Right, right. Well, they already played Atlanta at Atlanta, and they won. So uh, that's going. So, but here's the thing: so they have of their last games. So starting, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of their last eight games. Four of them are against divisional rivals. Two 
two of being yeah. which Carolina. They still haven't played Carolina yet once this season. In the span of three weeks, the last three weeks of the season, weeks 15, 16, and 17, they get Carolina twice. That not only could be for number one seed, that could possibly mm-hmm. even be, believe it or not, for the division. Because right now, as we're speaking, the game is on. Uh, uh, Panthers-Steelers, we'll talk about it in a few minutes. But uh, Panthers-Steelers is going on. Panthers are currently 6-2. and two. They're a game behind the yeah. Saints. Right. So, so they have to play them twice. So I'm going to say it right now that the Sunday, December 30th, that game, the Week 17 game, is probably going to be the um, the night game yeah. of the week, the Sunday night game. So you have at it at Tampa Bay at Carolina versus the Steelers, and then home against Carolina as well. So I think I think likely uh, the Rams would only lose one of those games that I mentioned. I could see I could see the Saints winning at least two of them. It's going to be hard. To beat Carolina two times in three weeks, right, right. You're, you're definitely going to split that, and then that game against Atlanta, that's going to be a tough one as well. So, that's that's that. Yeah. Um, speaking of the Steelers, they they won over their rivals, twenty three to sixteen over the Ravens. Um, the Chargers went into Seattle. You talk about a team that's also rolling really well. The Chargers, they're on a they're on a nice streak. They're at six and two, two games behind the the Chiefs. But yeah, twenty-five to seventeen in Seattle, uh, in a game in which their kicker Caleb Sturges missed, I think two yeah. ex- two extra points and something like that, and yeah, and he got and cut. after he got his paycheck on Tuesday, they cut him. They cut that guy. Uh, Houston wins again in Denver, uh, nineteen to seventeen, um, and then Tennessee went down to Dallas and won twenty-eight to fourteen. That was a bit of a shocker, no? I, I wouldn't say a shocker. But um, I, I say that Amari Cooper has made himself known uh, down there so far. He scored a touchdown. He only had a couple receptions for a few yards. But the touchdown shows that he's at least he, he's a target, and he will be a target for sure um, for Prescott. Uh, so let's look at this week. And as, we're met, as I mentioned about this, the uh, Steelers and Panthers are, are playing. The Steelers are up 14-7. to seven. Thanks to uh, I think about one offensive play, and then a terrible decision on a throwaway to avoid a safety by hmm. Cam, because nobody said he was the smartest player in the world. Uh, they went up fourteen to seven, and then after yeah, well, defense scored. Yeah, yeah, how are you going to win a game? And now the Steelers have just scored as we're recording this, so now they're up twenty-one to seven at home, or they will be twenty-one to seven at home. Against the I mean, Panthers, well, I thought taking a three and a half was a good, good move. I mean, it's early in the game, but this is two touchdowns. Yeah, is, you're down two. Away with them. You're down two touchdowns in the first quarter. First quarter, yeah. yeah I mean, they. Oh, hit the pipe! All right, so then, in. all right. Oh, it went in. So yeah, twenty-one to seven. I see that um, Tomlin has decided not to outcoach himself, and. Uh, has decided yeah, only, the Panthers a chance. Has, he's only decided to go for the the PATs and not yeah. the two point conversions. Three scores. Right. So yeah. So now they're up by two touchdowns. Look, I'm still going to hold strong on my prediction yeah, that the Steelers. I'm still going to hold strong on my prediction that the Steelers are uh, going to finish the season under 500, and that they're. Um, you know, I, that that's that's my prediction that they'll stay under, but it, it's going to look hard. Right. All right. So, what are what do what are your best bets this week? Well, I thought that the Patriots might be a, a shot there. They're playing uh, the Titans, and they got the former player, Mike Vrabel, uh, the head coach down there. He knows the Patriot way very well. Titans, Titans are are looking to stay in the race. I mean, they're yeah. three well, they're uh, at a, home. Yep, they're at home. They're a game behind Houston for the in the loss column for the division. That's kind of that's surprised. I thought you know, I didn't realize they were doing that well. Well, they're four and four. The game against Dallas really helped them yeah. out. But I mean, you know, and Houston's Houston's idle this week, so they could if they win this game, they could firmly stay one game behind. And I think they right. still have to play Tennessee one more time in Houston later in the season. Um, that was the game they won in Tennessee on the, you know, fake punt or whatever, 
Um, yeah. So, so you like so New New England giving seven. You like New England? Uh, Did, yeah, seven. Yeah, I saw it as I get it as six and a half. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm liking that. Uh, I was actually liking the Giants getting three in San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah. So this is uh, you know I mean you believe what you read, but basically if he doesn't win this week, Manning. Thinking about starting someone else. I don't know who they really can because Webb's not ready. This other guy is Laletta. Laletta is he's you know he might lightly raced out of uh, Richmond. Yes, yeah, uh, a University of Richmond. He's a spider, and uh, he also is a criminal too. So, but they play teams like JMU, right? But I mean, but also you can't be you, you can't be playing. Do you know who I am in New York City? (laughs) <laughs> when you when you're late in the NFL season, when you're not even sure if you're the backup or the third string, you can't be playing. Right. Do you know who I am? No, that's not going to fly. Right. So you like you like the Giants getting three points, traveling cross country against. Yeah, after the bye. Interesting. Okay. All right. Yeah. So yeah. you so you like Giants uh-huh. plus three. You like uh, Patriots minus seven. Any others? Well, I was liking. Uh, the Panthers at three and a half, but that's not looking too good. Right oh, now. this yes. Yeah, so you had you have this game Panthers. My <laughs> Panthers given uh, getting three and a half. Boy, they're lucky even to get three more points at this at this rate. Um, yeah, look if they ever score again. Jeez, I they have to. I mean that there's a there's still. But a hey, lot it's of always left. risky going against Pittsburgh at home in a night game, and I mean in my entire lifetime, you know. Unless you're the Patriots, and then all you need is just you know some dim-witted official to be like, "No, he dropped it. He never had control of the ball." What? It's good to be a Patriot. Ugh. Oh, there's there's Cam on the ground. Can't score from there. I mean, this is an offensive line that allows him and McCaffrey to run wild. Sometimes they are getting no protection. No, I don't. I think it's time to put Greg Olson in as that extra blocker. Oh, come on, McCaffrey just. You can't go low on those guys. They're just going to jump over you. You're a midget to begin with. Um, you talk about largest lines. You know, you had mentioned about how big would that line be uh, for the. Uh, Which one? You said um, largest line of the year. Uh, um, oh, what was that? Oh, next week Panthers and uh, and Chiefs. Well, Chiefs are giving seventeen at home against the Cardinals. I, th- I would take. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, you know, I mean, it used to be it was a graveyard for people that did that. Right, but I mean, this this actually kind of has legs, because yeah, cause yeah. So what do you make of that? I mean, I I can't, I'm very tempted to say the Chiefs can cover that. Seventy. So that could be like what would the game? What would you figure the game to be? Um, Thirty five to seven. Thirty five ten. Thirty-five ten. That's what you're looking at. Thirty-five ten. It, it fits the fits that. Uh, and you mentioned about um, so this week the Jets. Uh, Sam Darnold has a quote significant end quote foot sprain, and he will not be. He's apparently going to dress as a backup, but J- uh, Josh McCown, his uh, the starter, his his well, old his older brother, his NFL older brother. His NFL older brother, yeah, the Jets are given seven and a half to Buffalo. I mean, this is a terrible team. And yeah, but it started at seven, so they think that switch is worth a half a point. I mean, you know, Less. right? But uh, look, I mean, Buffalo, uh, Buffalo doesn't know they're going to start Peterman again. And that's true. I thought he can't. I thought he wasn't. Well, who's starting? I don't know. I'll pull it up real quick. Let's see if it. Okay. Apparently, Josh Allen is going to start, it looks like. Um, yeah. Or Derek I mean, the Anderson. It doesn't matter. Well, I shouldn't even say that. Let me see if... Yeah, they're, they're not worth spending much time on. No, no, they're definitely not. And if and if Todd Bowles doesn't get it right, because next year they can go shop at $120 million under the cap or whatever the heck they right. are. And but and bowls no. I mean this is this is not the answer. Like you say, the team's too sloppy. Where's the discipline? If Josh McCown saved bowls last year, I I mean Josh McCown saved his his career last year. He had for him for somebody who's you know yeah he padded his four hundred one k right. But still to do that, you know this was after a season because I thought for sure he was gonna uh, bowls was gonna get fired after 
after that Monday night Could game. Have been, right? After that 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 game was it Thursday night or a Monday night game? I forget which. Late in the season, where um, oh gosh, I, I even forget their names now. Um, the the quarterback, not Hackenberg, the one out of Baylor. Um, where he he was getting smacked. He got smushed by Sue and Wake. <laughs> and then he's on the sidelines yelling. Oh, that was the Colt game. That was the Monday night. I mean, there's so many games last year or two years ago that Bowles just, he lost the team. That Monday night game against yeah. the Colts where he is yelling, yelling. He never seems uh, ready for prime time. At the defense, and the defense still just gave up. They're like, whatever, <laughs> wah, wah, wah. I thought for sure he was going to get fired. effective. No, he's not. I thought for sure he was going to get fired. They held on to him last year. He did yeah. serviceable, and it was mainly because of McCown. And now, look, I, I'm, I'm willing to give, I think everybody's kind of giving this season just a, because it's a rookie quarterback. Yeah. You know, and you you mentioned about how much room they have in, under the cap. They didn't spend much, so they don't have to worry too much. So, all right, three, right, you know, there was a hope if they beat the Dolphins, they could stay in playoff contention. But now they're one game better than the Bills, and I I, I think the Jets are going to win that game. I'd be okay. very I'd be upset if they lost that game against a <laughs> bad Bills but the, team. But the Bills have a way to make it tough on the Jets. They really do. They really do. It doesn't matter what their records are. No, well, that's division for you. Yeah, there's a lot of good divisional games this week. We talked about Seattle and the Rams, but I think the Rams are still gonna gonna do pretty well yeah, against well, them. Yeah, well, I think the, you know that, that that loss, that close loss, you know, the one to revenge that coming home. Yeah, Eagles. What sort of line is that? What is it? Eleven? Uh, ten and a half. I have. Yeah. Uh, Eagles. Eagles and Dallas. That's always a great match. Huge. Eagles are have a one game advantage over the Dallas. Uh, over the Cowboys, I should say. Um, you also got yeah, Jackson. But I think whoever wins that one, the trend goes there. You know, one's down, one's up. Right. Lions and Bears this week, and you also have the Colts and Jacksonville this week as well. So so the Eagles are the favorite to win the division, so they should be coming around, around now, right, before well, Thanksgiving and then well, make the, their move. Well, you're going to have to watch this week. I mean, so, if, so if the Eagles yeah. win and the Redskins lose, then that's a tie for first, and I think – the Redskins do still have a tiebreaker over them, so I think they'll still be in first. But I mean, still, you know, be both being well, five. Well, how did the Falcons made them look anemic? Well, that offense finally woke up, and also the Redskins, you know, Washington's offensive line fell apart. I mean, uh, a lot it, of injuries. Yeah. Pe- Peterson had like sixteen yards rushing, and then they I got so that. far behind, so they were so just like, "Well, we got to chuck it." And Alex Smith doesn't exactly chuck it; he more like just. Softly tosses it ahead of himself. It. He really does. So that's that. Yeah. Uh, so that that could be the way it moves now. The, the Redskins are really probably an eight and eight team, and and they start losing a few in a row. Right. But I I I think it's realistic to think that an eight and eight team is going to win the NFC East. Don't you think? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Nine and seven. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Right? I don't even think nine and seven. I who who's gonna who's gonna reel off? Who's gonna reel yeah, off? That's true. Four. You know, four pretty much four more victories. It's possible, and they still have the, to... the Eagles. Could I, I don't see the Cowboys doing. It. I don't see the no, no, no. I, I don't. And the Giants, the Giants I mean, won't matter if they do. Gi- Giants, gi- yeah, Giants are going to lose now. We know that much. It's over for them, and I think it's over. And for Sherman. Manning should just ride off in the sunset. Like, like, like. How does this end? It doesn't end with a parade. No, but I. It, so, so what happens? It doesn't end mid-season. I think Manning, you know, he just Man- disappears. He fades. He just fades to nothing. Well, who's gonna who's gonna stick around longer in in terms of not just just as an active participant on the field, but right. just historically, who's gonna hang around? Pat Shermer, the 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 also ran coach, or <laughs> Eli Manning? I mean, because I've yeah, been, they both should go because I've been guests to people who you know who who know higher ups at the Giants or you know. You know, big muckety mucks get the tickets and the, I mean, because they always have Carl Banks come. They always have Harry Carson. They always have, you know, Seahorn right, right. and yeah, and, sure. and 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 um, like Hollywood, Amari Toomer. Like they all come back. So Manning's going to come back. Shermer, he's not even going to be welcome. Right. So you know, Manning gets to. I think Manning gets to call the shot, bec- at least in terms of his ending, because he let them try it last year, and we know. How terribly that went, not just on the field, but also public relations-wise. And he yeah. got a lot of sympathy. Manning got a lot of sympathy. And right. nobody, as many people talk about Manning, the quarterback, 
Nobody's. Yeah. De- it's really the offensive line, and it's really this coach. Well, he, uh, he's a nightmare. He's a nightmare. But I saw it. I saw the giant game. I forget which one, but they had Peyton Manning. They were showing him, like leaning on a wall and looking out at the game, and you know, it, it wasn't a good visual. Right, know. but but the poor man's also slack jawed yokel. Like that. That's just who he is. Like we can't be surprised about this. This he's he's always been a mouth breather. Like it's not shocking to me. So yeah, exactly. I mean, he looks like, he looks like a muppet half the time. Um, <laughs> so that's the NFL. So let's move well, over. Yeah, Gilligan is probably more realistic. Well, I think that is true. Let's move over to baseball, really quickly. And now we're baseball. Fo- the World Series is over. Yes, but we're into the hot stove, the hot oh, stove okay. portion. And the news came down that during the season, the Nationals had offered a. Three hundred guaranteed, three hundred million, four hundred million dollar contract with incentives to Bryce Harper and him. That's and, not enough. Him and Boris turned it down, so he is definitely going to be gone from Washington. And it looks like the favorite spot for him to go, the Vegas odds has it as Philadelphia. Philadelphia right. has been has been mentioned as not only being a spot for Bryce Harper to go, but the, also their pursuit. Of Manny Machado, so well Machado. I mean, that guy has a bad reputation for not for dogging it. No, he does, and also just a bad reputation. Yeah, how, how can you have that on your team? I mean, I have you seen Philadelphia? Yeah. Okay, I'm just I just want to point that out. Okay, so I, I'm not surprised in the least that they're going to try to do that. A because they were slightly ahead of schedule last at last year. They didn't. They weren't as ahead of schedule as the Braves were. But you see that the Braves are ready for a potential long run, especially with uh, yeah, shocking. That was the biggest surprise of the year to me in baseball. That was, and 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 the Braves manager is likely to be named um, manager of the year because of that. Yeah, I mean, and and they're Met killers, right? They're Met killers, you know, and my that, whole life. right? So that's the other thing. Don't forget the Mets still have str- have a strong pitching staff. They have money to potentially. <laughs> potentially spend potentially spend so the phillies are looking and saying wait we were slightly ahead of schedule but not fully there we see the braves they're committed they're committed to improve the braves are strong the braves are strong can get stronger the mets have been strong last season notwithstanding Mm -hmm. and can conceivably get stronger Plus, well, they got to score runs, and these pitchers can't do that. Plus, you're looking also at the Marlins. In what I'm meaning is that eventually they're going to turn it around. I mean, they're constantly getting rid of their they best got rid players. Of talent. Now they're going to buy talent. No, they're not going to buy talent. But these young players are going to come up the same way it did with the Braves. What you think that only okay. happened? The Braves did exactly what the Cubs did, right. and what exactly the Astros did. And now those two are going to be in the postseason for the next five to ten years. And the Mets will be in the dust. I think you're right. If they, I mean, look, I'd love for them to put some money out towards Harper. There's nowhere to put them, and the bullpons are never going to give up more than 400. They're not going to well, give up 500. Well, I they have like five, six people in the front office. Yeah. I mean, they're doing the same job. I mean, what, what, what kind of, well, Jeff doesn't Wilp- sound like progress. We've talked about it multiple times, numerous times. Jeff Wilpon runs the place. Fred uh-huh. Wilpon's son runs the place. Everything uh-huh. goes through him. That's why they didn't get a baseball guy to be a GM. They got an agent. You know what agents yeah, do? It's a mess. It stinks. You know what agents do? They get the best deal. They don't get the best player. They get right. the best yeah. deal. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff's going to go into negotiations and blow it all, all up. So you need somebody to say, like, look, I will negotiate. You just give me the number, and I'll get it there. And that's what uh-huh. Brody is. So I would, you know, Machado seems like the more likely candidate they're going to go after, but I they're not going to do that. What I have heard is what they need to do is go after catching and relief pitching, and I've heard their names be mentioned with Andrew Miller, the lefty. The, I love the guy from the the Marlins, the catcher, Real Muto, Real Muto, but he's he he has to be traded, and again, the Marlins are going to want prospects. The Mets barely have prospects as they are. In the minors, would you give up Nemo for him? No, no, I would not give up Nemo. No, no, because all it takes is one, you know, one accident at home plate, and then Real Muto is yeah. not a catcher anymore. <laughs> you know, look, Joe Ma- Joe Mauer. Yeah, we need an improvement. 
Right, so that's why their name is mentioned with uh, Yasmani Grandal, who's been the Dodgers catcher for a couple of years, which, you know, that that's a good name to go after. It's it's the right move. And it's, yeah, once you're in L.A., why would you come here? I mean, Mike Piazza was Pennsylvania. That made sense. Right, but, well, money. And the Dodgers, you know, have a lot of money to, but they also have a, they have a great farm system to the Dodgers. So they don't have to worry about like what, what a, you know, 30 year old catcher is going to do. Yeah, yeah, good point. Well, oh, that guy, you ain't going to see that guy no more. We got somebody else we can put back there, but the Mets don't because uh, Ploiecki gets injured and Darnold gets injured. And then we're left with Wilson, maybe Wilson Ramos. He's also a name the Mets have been linked to. He was the one that was traded from the Rays to the Phillies. But Grandal is the name to go after. So the Phillies have all this money to spend. They're in on basically any free agent, big-name free agent, their name's being mentioned because they're ready to just give the money out. Um, and so we'll see what happens with that. So, yeah, Harper, not go- and he's definitely not going to the Yankees too. The Yankees are only going to be really spending their money towards starting pitching because... Yeah, but, I, but I heard something about him playing first base over there. That's... I mean, Luke Luke Voigt looks like he could be like a right-handed version of Jason Giambi for them. Huh. And, well, the other thing is, first of all, that's also, um, Cashman doesn't want to go over the luxury tax anymore. Because remember, every year you're over the luxury tax, you get um, penalized like a percentage every year. They haven't been over the luxury tax the last Who's couple... Who's the big spenders now, Boston? No, barely. The big spenders are are the Phillies. But, that, yeah, you're probably right. Because uh, I don't think the Los Angeles Angels are going to, you know, um, I don't think Moreno's going to want to spend out more the money. That's not available. I don't think he's going to want I mean, look, he's from, he's from uh, Vegas, but I don't think, you know, he, then he'd just be basically going to L.A.'s version of the Mets. Like, if he's going to L.A., he wants to go to the Dodgers. Dodgers don't have enough money. At least they don't want to be over the luxury tax again and get taxed for that. Plus, I mean, that's a crowded outfield to begin with. Although there was apparently a rumor, and it may have been uh, pretty much solidified, that around the trade deadline, the Dodgers offered Puig for Harper pretty much straight up. Wow. Um, at like a, just a shot in the dark, like, look, you want to you give this a shot? Because, you know, Puig's still under contract, he and he could right. do well with somebody like Juan Soto. and So you might be getting something, but... I mean, the Cardinals have the money to spend, but Harper's not going to want to go to St. Louis. I mean, right. he would, yeah, he might want to. I don't can, know why not, though. I mean, what a tradition out there. I know, but I mean, he was in some greats have played out there. You're absolutely right, but if you want four, four, if you want more than four hundred million dollars, that's a good place. But if Yankees, you, Cardinals, sure. Right, but don't forget the Cardinals. It's the Cardinal way. It's not the name on the back. It's the name on the front. You talk about how yeah, yeah, great yeah. that is. That's because of all the selflessly, the selfless players that have that, said. That's not Harper. That's not Harper. Look, I, I enjoy him as a player, but this is long hair, beard. You know, I. Th- that's a clown question, bro. You know, this is a guy who, like he—he's—he's he's this generation's Pete Rose in terms of his hustle and his. I only love—I love baseball. I don't care about your hit and runs. I don't care about none of this. And since Cincinnati can't afford him, he's not going to go. But that's the other thing. Now you're getting into smaller and smaller markets. You know, L.A., New York, Boston. These are big markets, and right. the Yankees just re-signed Brett Gardner, who's you know their now version of Derek Jeter. You know, because I've had Yankee fans tell me, like, nah, they'll get rid of Gardner. I was like, that guy is their ambassador. He's not, they're not giving up on him. He'll he'll leave yeah. when he wants to leave. Yeah. They'll go on, he'll go on a retirement tour. And he'll barely even get 5% of the Hall of Fame vote. So so he's not going to go there. And then there was, of course, the, the idea that was floated around from some uh, executives, maybe with the Yankees, maybe not, of trading Stanton and his contract to make room for Harper. Wow. Because, again, you mentioned Harper possibly playing first base, well, but that's because there's no room in the outfield. Now that they re-signed Gardner, and now that Stanton, Judge, and Harper, and Gardner, and Hicks. Remember, they have Hicks. He's a homegrown talent. He's pretty good, too. But for them to move Harper over to first base would also be a slap in the face to Luke Voigt. I know he's young, but, I mean, this guy is... <laughs> yeah, but come on. He's country strong. I mean, this guy is... He, he's big time. 
You say he's a right-handed Giambi. I, I, yeah, he is. And the Cardinals gave up on him too, which is very surprising, because again, dun da da da. That's not encouraging. That, but here's the thing: he doesn't play the Cardinal way. He mashes. Okay. Hey, where's that ball going? I'm gonna hit it far. That's not the Cardinal way. Right. So, so yeah. So it looks like the Yankees are only gonna be spending money on starting pitchers, and the Harper to the. To the Phillies, but still early. I mean, it really picks up after Thanksgiving. You would go to Philly to see Harper? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think I would too. Yeah. Yeah, it'd have to be under the right circumstances. Like, I don't want to see, you know, Phillies Yankees down there. I don't want to see, like, Phillies Braves. What about Phillies Mets? Yeah, of course I'd go down there for Phillies Mets. Yeah. I've, been, I've done that many times. Uh, moving over to college football. And, um,. Notre Dame. Notre Dame rolls again, but now they their starting quarterback got injured. Um, who actually, yeah. So Ian Bo- Ian Book, uh, their their um, their backup who took over and has really run the show there. He took over for Brandon Wimbosh, and now Wimbosh is coming back to start. Hmm. And that was where the concern was early in the season. Right. Well. So now they have to turn to Wimbosh. I mean, they've got yeah. they've got Florida State. Well, Alabama overcome quarterback problems. Right. Well, Alabama came over there pretty much their only test before the playoffs. I mean, they're going to be number one forever. It seems right. twenty nine to nothing over uh, rival LSU. I mean, LSU at that time was ranked number three. Not anymore. <laughs> um, so the top four round out Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, and Michigan. Remember, Michigan's only loss came in the first week to Notre Dame. Michigan wow. Michigan has what's being called the best defense in the nation. Um, okay. And they and they've got a they've got a cakewalk against Rutgers this week. Holy moly! Um, it's sad for the Rutgers Rutgers kids, right? I mean, they're punching bags. Yeah, it is. It it is for the ones who want to go there and try to make a difference, but I mean, yeah. It, but the administration did all this to get money. Yeah, shock. No, and and, I mean, the, and the kids are the, are the punching bags. Are, are you tell? Yeah, are you telling me that uh, universities and colleges put athletics over, especially their football athletics over all other athletics? No, Ac- academics. Did you say? I could, well, yeah. well, no, I said athletics because let's be honest, it's all about the athletics. Oh. Mm. There's a reason why coaches get paid millions of dollars in college, and it's not just because yeah. they're it's we, not we just because they're really good at boosters. Right, big, but that's what I'm saying. Big, big sports, big sport coaches, <laughs> may, mainly being football coaches, because it's yeah. top of the rung is football. Yeah. About well, fifty time a year. Well, yeah. Now we're getting into bowl season, and now we're talking about. Right. So, if it goes right now, if it were to end, you know, we've still got. A couple more weeks because the college football season really ends the first weekend um, of December because that's when you've got those last couple um, uh, the conference championship games and then of course you've got the traditional Army versus Navy game and that's when the postseason the bowl season starts um, halfway through December. But if it would end right now, you'd have Alabama face Michigan in. Uh, one of the playoff games, I think it's, mm. I think it's like the Peach Bowl or something like that. Yeah, you you don't want to see that. I mean, that's a great one. The best, what what is considered the best, the country's best defense against the best team, that would be a real test, and I think that that would be Michigan's only test or Alabama's mm-hmm. only test, because number two Clemson would then face Notre Dame unless something changes. Because if Wimbosh can't hold on, and F you know, in Florida that, that, State, that's winnable for Notre Dame. Yeah, it's still winnable. I mean, Florida State's unranked. I mean, they've been rolling. Um, Clemson's got number 17, Boston College, but I mean, still, number two versus number 17, it really shouldn't matter, even though it's, right. in, even though it's in Boston. It's not going to matter too much. Yeah, but the Patriots, the Red Sox, now yeah. Boston College. Right. Well, let's see. It, it depends if they can overcome another, if they can make another miracle up there, but I doubt it. Michigan's, like right. we said, got Rutgers, and Alabama's got Mississippi State. And yeah, pass. <laughs> I don't think we have to worry about that. Um, <clears throat> Georgia, I mean, Georgia Georgia and Alabama are going to have to face each other in what's likely to be the uh, 
uh, SEC championship game. But, I mean, still, I, how much of a chance can we give Georgia? Unless they really play up the, hey, guys, let's win it for last year. You know, let's yeah, let's right. make okay. no. It's not going to happen. Definitely, I don't think anything's stopping that train. Right, but also we talked about last week about UCF, a University of Central Florida, yeah. getting no respect. Uh, again, win again. That last week they were ranked number twelve. This week they're ranked number twelve. They made no movement, even with Ohio State almost losing to Nebraska and Kentucky losing to Georgia. <laughs> you know, UCF. They I know get that, no respect. Right. You know. When we were recording last week, they were losing to Temple, 50, uh, uh, but then they came back, stormed back 52-40 to 40 after halftime. But still, I mean, there's one. So here, there are two, two, two lost teams. LSU and Kentucky both have two losses, but because they play in the SEC and there is a legitimate SEC slant to college football, um, they get UCF gets held back. Plus, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. Six teams, and I'm even going to count Michigan in that. Six one-loss teams ahead of uh, Central Florida, which, again, has the nation's longest winning streak, you know, up to 20 games or so. So no respect. No, they, yeah, right. They're, they're Avis in, in the rental business. I, I, but at this point, they should at least be in the top ten. I mean, this is nuts. This is nuts. But but again, the college football playoff is not what it is. So we've we've talked about this expanded yeah, the, to all that. So stuff. the big money schools get get respect. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I can't say we're really surprised by that. Uh, I want to move over to NHL real quick. And um, while the season's still pretty young, um, I mean, <laughs> the uh, the news that broke that um, uh, some of the Ottawa Senator players were taking an Uber. And uh, they were being recorded by the Uber driver for, you know, safety purposes and whatnot. They were disrespecting the coaches. Disrespecting the coaches, talking about that. The Uber driver releases the video because he was not tipped. Or at least what right. he thought was not tipped fairly. He was probably a little... Yeah, but I, I, didn't, I didn't think you tipped them. Don't you all do that all by app or credit card or something? Well, you do, but if, you know, if you get like a five-star or you can you can also throw like a little something like, hey, thanks... And right. so here's here's a here's a play here's a uh, you know a driver obviously if you're driving, you know it, there aren't multimillionaires who are also Uber drivers like this is another this is another. But I also think they've done studies and baseball players that are worse tippers because all this minor league bus stuff and they really don't have uh, food budgets well yeah. and all that and they say hockey's like second worst. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm I'm not surprised, but still, and, and especially. If you were in that vehicle and you're talking some stuff about the coaching staff and you don't tip, right. you know, obviously the driver's going to go, oh, boy, now I can get mine. And so he did. <laughs> but, look, it's not like Ottawa's wrong. I mean, they're... they're well, uh, maybe the, dri- the driver's an Ottawa fan didn't like it. Right, but, I mean, you know, the, they're only 15 games in the season, but Ottawa's 6-6-3. Six, six, and three. I mean, they're near the bottom in the Atlantic division, you know, with teams like Tampa, right. Toronto, Boston, Montreal, and Buffalo ahead of them. So, but I mean, yeah, the Islanders are, are going strong so far early on in the season. Uh, Tampa, uh, Nashville, 12-3, and three, really, really early on. So, um, and then moving over to basketball, uh, I, I don't think LeBron James realized how tough this Western division was <laughs> because he's, I, it's just not working out at least what we think that... Well, and it's not going to work out for the fans, really, across the country, especially in the East, his fans, because you, you're not going to get any sleep. No. Wanted to watch you those know, games. You're going to have to DVR this stuff. Right. And there's no, there's, there's not, there's not the cakewalks that are, you know, the Nets or the, the Knicks or, you know, who else in the East uh, would be considered a cakewalk. Yeah, but how about Cleveland without them? Oh, my gosh, one in ten. Uh, yeah. there's a, well, there go. there's a prop online going around who, which has the bigger, um, point differential, the, the, the Cavaliers losing or the Browns losing? I don't know. Like which, I, I, which score is going to have the greater differential? Geez. The Cavs or the Browns this week? Yeah, that's a great question. Right. 
But I mean, and, yeah, yeah. So Chicago and Cleveland aren't going to come. You know, the Western version of that is not going to come around. You know, yeah. there's. So Cleveland had should have a GoFundMe. I think so. You know, it, some players. I I saw a headline. It went from Believeland to Leaveland. <laughs> it sure did. So yeah, the Lakers are uh, in f- fourth place in the Pacific Division out of five teams. They're at five and six. And you know, there's all this talk about uh, Luke Walton, the coach, if he's on the hot seat. But I mean, you know, th- this is this is what happened, LeBron. Um, and I, I I think it's pretty safe to say he will not continue his streak of what eight nine consecutive finals appearances this year. Um, so you 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 really think it's over? Well, for the for the Lakers, I, yeah. I oh you're not going to get past Golden State, and if you make it in the playoffs, you're not getting past Golden State. It's just not going to happen. So and Denver's well, looking. They got to wait their turn. Right. Um, Oh, and there you go. So the comeback is on for the Panthers. They just scored. So now it's 24 to likely going to be 14. Keep so, hope alive. Well, so that's, you know, if you... If so they should can, they go for two? Uh, no. I think it's so... If you if no. you can... Look, if they can hold them here and maybe... Because right now, if, if this score holds till halftime, they're only down 10 yeah. points to start the second half. That is not terrible. Um, right. And there's still a so lot of... don't dig it deeper. No. And I think Ron Rivera's smart. There's still five minutes in this first half. You're right. You're right. You know, get the you know stop stops the Steelers if you can get the ball back, kick a field Ooh, goal. Okay, it's in. yeah. No, I mean Gano. Gano is no Caleb Sturgis, that's for sure. <laughs> um, well, that guy won't find work ever again. N- no, I think he will. I, I think really? he'll, yeah, I think he'll find work. He it's it wasn't that t- it it stunk, especially because the Chargers had a kicker that they signed from the practice squad because Caleb Sturgis got injured with his, like, thigh or yeah. something. Sturgis gets healthy. They cut the guy. I think his name is Barley. I don't even know his name. He's a, he's a practice squad kicker who really... Um, so Sturgis... So they cut this guy. They they re-signed Sturgis. Sturgis missing. They cut Sturgis, and then they re-signed this guy off their practice squad again. <laughs> so... Right. So it's like a tag team wrestle. Uh, yeah, apparently... And it's not really going. Uh, moving over to uh, before we go, uh, fantasy football. Um, I this past week I had a rough week. Um, I lost because well, I, well, part of it was um, I left the Redskins defense in. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> well, you know what? I had them the pre. I had them the previous week, and they they did gangbusters for me. They were awesome. So I thought, you know what? Atlanta on the road. I mean, the Redskins do. The right. defense got stronger with Clinton Dix. Maybe no, yeah. no, it didn't happen. So that no, hurt he, me. He was a nightmare, actually. Also, well, you know, I had the thought. I kept asking the some Buffalo defense. Well, Buffalo defense is terrible. But I had the thought of holding on or picking up the Dolphins defense, and I don't know. I, that was a mistake. Like that was basically twenty-one points in the bank if I picked up the Dolphins defense and started them, but. I got right. the better of me. But, um, yeah, so uh, I'm not looking too good in a couple of my leagues. Uh, but I am in second place in the Everyman Sports League. Um, and who, who's the leader? Uh, my my wife's cousin, Mitch. He's right. in first place. He's he's being floated by Todd Gurley, and I am being floated by uh, Pat Mahomes. Um, yeah, well, that was – how would you get him? I, I, I knew – look – Here's my drafting strategy when it comes to fantasy football. I always pick a quarterback first. Always. Right. right. And then I pick a backup not too far along the way because I've had it. I've had numerous years where Rodgers gets hurt or somebody else yeah. gets hurt. And then I can slide some, but it's got to be somebody else slightly under the radar that I think. And I knew, I knew that Mahomes would, would excel. Maybe not to this degree, but I yeah. knew that. That the reins would just come off and Andy could go buck wild, and boy! Well, did so you know, so you knew you had to pick one of these young guns. And I was like, you know what? I, I got to go with Mahomes, and boy, was I correct! Yeah, uh, he's a joy, right? He really, really is. Um, I, I, I hope he makes Andy look good in the playoffs final. I hope Andy makes Andy look good in the playoffs. Um, so I've been, so I'm doing really well in the Everyman Sports. I'm also in Alex's British. Uh, American Football League. I am in first place there, also. Um, so, in in a league full of Brits, the American is number one. <laughs> and how's Alex doing? 
Alex Hi, is Alex. Ah, Alex. And uh very little surprise later on in the month of December, perhaps we will have a live episode or at least a live recorded episode with Alex. We'll talk about oh, that. Is he coming to uh to the great USA? The current plan is to see him near the end of the uh uh calendar year and uh more than likely we will be able to um uh, convince him to come on for a recording perhaps with I you be, so. perhaps with you being in attendance live and in living color as well dad that'd be okay, pretty great. good no, i'd love it right also uh finishing off uh, uh fantasy sports i'm also in a college football uh mm. fantasy league first one that yahoo's doing this year and i'm in third place that's um, great yes uh, that's got to be a little tougher because not all the talents is you know as well known no but I, I'm also thinking for the future, uh, I'm going to throw out a couple of running back names for you. Benny Snell. Benny Snell out of Kentucky. I mean, this guy, okay. he's good. He's, he's already got 1,000 yards. He's got yeah, 10 rushing touchdowns in Kentucky. Remember, Kentucky's 7-2. And, two. and of yeah. course, continuing on the long line of um, running backs from... Uh, uh, oh, did I get rid of him? Uh, from the uh, Penn State University, uh, Miles Sanders... Um, while I mean, now he's kind of, he's kind of hit, you know, it hit a little hard as, uh, Penn State's yeah. been falling off, but 848 yards rushing, eight touchdowns. I mean, it's a, it's a Penn State okay, running so back. Okay, so these guys, are, and he's a senior? Uh. Oh, he's a junior, right? He's a junior, but what, that's going to stop him from coming out? No, no, no. <laughs> well, that's a good point. Yeah, what am yeah. I thinking, right? Right. And Benny Snell is also a junior as well. Um, so the quarterbacks and the running backs are the most exciting, right, in, in college football? Yeah, of course. Like, like like trying to project them as pro prospects. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and wide receivers, not so much, because you never know what you're going to get. Right. Is that is that a product of the quarterback? Is that a product of the system? What What is that? Yeah, and yeah. also, right, right, right. just because there's a wide receiver, they're a wide receiver there, doesn't mean they're going to be a wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it's not as easy to project, right? I mean, look at you know the the great instance was um, uh, Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman was a collegiate wide receiver, and he comes in and came for you know early in his career was a shutdown cornerback. There you go. You know, so it's all it's all about that stuff. And and now he's shut down. Well, yeah, but. But that's what's happening there. Oh, there uh, you go. Well, well, that's Antonio Brown. All right, TD Brown. Well, I guess they couldn't stop them going yeah, into half. Fantasy players are loving that. Now you got thirty fourteen. This is yeah, just walk away. Yeah. All right. Well, there goes that. Yeah. All right. Speaking of, there you so, go. Yeah. So, oh, also your uh, sister's getting married, of course, this weekend, right? Yes. Yes, she is. And your uh, and your aunt from California just landed. I just heard the beep, the text. <laughs> there you go. So everything's going to be coming together. All right. So we'll have a party this weekend, and uh, we'll talk to everybody. We'll talk to everybody else as well. All right, Dad. Thanks again. Okay. Love you guys. All right. Take care. All right, Andrew. Bye-bye. Andrew, take it away, please, Andrew. This has been another episode of Everyman Sports. The show's music is Cold Funk by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under CC Attribution 3.0. Everyman Sports can be found on Facebook.com, where you can like it to receive updates and news. Visit Everyman Sports in the iTunes Store to leave a review of the show. Also, visit everymansports.podbean.com directly to comment and support. Everyman Sports can be contacted directly at everymansports at gmail.com.